Good morning, gentlemen. At the bottom of Lamed Hayyam Adayz 35b, four lines from the bottom, we, uh, we're talking about what happens if your pitum falls off. The pitum, uh, there's two parts. There's the okets and the pitum. The okets is the stem. The pitum is this brown thing. Um, and uh, um, if that falls off, it's not kosher. Um, again, at least for the first day. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Okay. We're just starting now at the bottom of Lamed Hey Amadbeis, four lines from the bottom. So Tani Risa ben Elazar, he learned, Nitu Buknasa. Uh, so now is going to be the question, he says the pestle is taken off. The, the, the pitum looks like a pestle. It's like a, a hammer that's thin and has a pounder on the end. Um, so if that breaks off, that means a person's... Wait, meaning the whole thing or just that hammerhead? That's a good question, right? right. But... Um, Let's see if we can. I'm going to say there's the Rashi's here a little bit longer. Um, yeah, Rashi the. the, the first, first was in the yeah, well, part of the question is uh, whether we mean the top or the bottom, whether we mean the uh, the pitum or we mean what t- they today they well, call you, the okits. Right, you said yesterday that mm-hmm. Rashi brought down both. Rashi brings down both. Yeah, but you're asking that even if you take the pitum. Is it even if it's just the top, or has it got to be with the pounder in? I think it's even the top, even the, the wide part, even if you don't get that whole stick. Because mm-hmm. how, how much of the stick would you be, you know, would it still right, be intact? No, no, just, just that yeah. hammer, just that tip comes off. You know, yeah, even if you exactly. still have the branch, but you just missed that. Right, so I would think that would be considered the pitum as well. But okay. So uh, then we have what's called niklaf, peeled. And we're talking about that, that if the... Uh, the, the flesh of the esrog was peeled, you're in trouble. So, Omar Rava, hi esrog de iglid kahani sumkuk sheira. Rava taught if they, an esrog was fully peeled like uh, a sumka, it's like a red, uh, um, this was like uh, some kind of red pepper or something, uh, where you peel fruits. If you peel the whole thing, if you do an even peel, it would be kosher. But how could that be? We learned clearly that a peeled esrog is no good. We have a contradiction. So the Lord said, So, now, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So That's the first thing you're thinking is, well, a little bit peeled is okay, and if you peel the whole thing, then you're in trouble, right? But Rashi says the exact opposite, that if it's all peeled, then it's even. Then you've got an even esrog. You just peeled off, and then it's kosher. If it's only a little peeled, then it looks spotted. Let's look in Rashi. If you only peel a little bit, we've had this concept. We had it before in the Gemara too, that you're allowed to have a little chazazis, a little bit of a blister, uh, even two or three blisters. But if they're scattered, there's a side, in some ways it's worse because when something looks like um, uh, spotted, that itself is, is considered a negative. Having different spots or having different peels would be no good. If the whole thing is peeled, it would be okay. Now, that Rashi is very surprising. Uh, Tosas doesn't like it uh, as well. Uh, let's uh, look in Tosas over here on today's page. Uh, that's appealing. That's appealing. Right? Okay. So that's where it gets to be challenging because... The esrog has to be hadar, which you could translate that it has to appeal to you. So if, if there's something that makes it unappealing, like peeling too much, very good. So the question is, how did Chazal define that? 
So um, this is a little bit of a good picture of a peel. Like you see, it has these pieces uh, uh, peeled away. Let me raise uh, the volume. I can't hear Dr. Yaffe. Uh, yeah, go ahead. What, what did you say, Dr. Yaffe? His volume is really low. Yeah, we, we're having trouble hearing you. Is your volume down? Hmm. Maybe your volume is down. You know what? I'm off. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I think I could, we'll hear you now. What did you say, Dr. Yaffe? I see. So, uh, Dr. Yaffe is asking, and I, I, I hear what he's saying, is that, I don't know why, I could hardly hear him, but... Is his, vo- uh, is his volume up? He said his is up, and I think mine was up, but uh, but at any rate, it, he's saying that it's a process to peel. It's not like the whole thing just comes off. And so, his question, I guess what, I think what you're asking is that if at first, if par- it's partially off, and a post is going to look at this and say, puzzle... So then how do you get to peel the whole thing and then then it would be kosher? Like, is there, in, is there some in-between? Like, it's, it's like one of these estrogen dealers. Oh my gosh, you sold me a bad estrogen. He goes, one, wait a minute. Right. Yeah. And then he peels the whole thing. Right, right. <laughs> That's he peels okay, it. I got a spot here that he peels it off. I, I hear you. I, I don't know. That's a good, a good point. Is it that it's not kosher and it becomes kosher once or is it, was there a certain method of peeling it? You know, you freeze it or something. I don't know. But let's look in Tosis. Habakula, just because this whole thing was surprising. If it's only a, has a little bit peel, the Mexican manubra, it looks spotted. Rabbeinu Kanano, Rabbeinu Kanano says, Pirish Ipka, the other way around. Bekula Puzzle. Uh, he says, if all of the skin is removed, of course it's no good. And he says, we're going to see that it's compared to uh, the trephus of an animal, and they're also by trephus. There, it talks about an, an, an animal that's missing skin. So if, there, if it's missing all the skin, then it's in trouble. If it's only missing a little skin, uh, so that's going to be the... That's, a, that's another shot here in the Gemara. Okay, uh, let's go to the top of the page. So then we said, Nistak and Nikov. If it's cracked, it's got a hole in it, it's a problem. Tani ula bar Nikov, Nikov, mafulish. When we talk about a hole, we mean a hole through and through. Uh, there, Bamashu, even a tiny hole... That, that cuts through is a problem. The she'enim foolish. What if it's not a deep hole, a hole that goes all the way through? It's just like pressed down, then ke'iser. Then it's like a coin the size of an iser. He tries to show the picture there. Let me see. Um, yeah, this is the enim foolish uh, hole there. I would try to show it to you, but it doesn't... Uh, but uh, one is a hole where you're taking away a piece, and the other is you're just pushing down. An indentation, that's right. That's yeah. Like a real hole. Okay. okay, moving along. Pretty foolish. Uh, okay. So the, the, it's, Umar wants to try to figure out exactly how do you decide what looks foolish. What. <laughs> You got me going. What, what looks bad here? What, how do you just dis- to put a simon on your estrogen so you know that your estrogen that it's yours? That's a good uh, idea, right? That's a, um, so how do you decide? You can't put a tag on it or something, you know, <laughs> stamp it. You know, we could you could use a marker and write your name on it. Yeah. 
That's a that's a problem. Both you know everybody, but most people buy from the same place. Everybody's got the same box, you know. And so um, uh, the question is the following: So we're trying to get clarity how we decide what an an estrobe that looks messed up would it be puzzle, and you know how how do because fruits grow in funny ways, and there there's imperfections, and there's insects, and there's other things. So how? So one way to look at it would be we find in the Torah laws about a non-kosher animal that if an animal does, uh, looks unhealthy in certain ways, it's no good. So if an estro gets something similar to what you find in an animal, would that necessarily be a problem? My Kami Boiler, what's the question? If you're asking about peeled, uh, like an animal that the skin is peeled off, Tanina, we already mentioned that. Enistic, if you're talking about cracks, we talked about cracked esrogen, tanina. Enikiv, if you're talking about holes, tanina. So those, all those things are already listed. Uh, so what do we need to compare to the animal for? The question is the following. So now we're going to jump into Hilchas Trefus. So, what happens? So uh, when you shecht an animal, one of the things they check is the lungs of the animal, in case it had COVID or something. Uh, COVID lungs. The, um, the, and basically, an animal, uh, you're only supposed to eat animals that would not have died on their own naturally within that year, according to most people. And if the animal had some kind of disease that would have killed it, and you just happened to shecht it before it got killed, so then the animal's not kosher. So one of the things they do is they check for some of the obvious illnesses. Now, they can't check for everything, some, but, um, but they, they do check the lungs. Because it's relatively easy to see if the lungs have something that... They're not going to do an yeah. autopsy on the animal. It's sort of, yeah, correct. Not a full out, but right. again, there's a... They, so um, it's if the animal was, smo- was a smoker, you know, they'll know it. Like if the lungs didn't... If the animal had a breathing problem, then that would be uh, non-kosher. So uh, what happens if there's inside the lungs, there's um, deterioration, and it spills like a thermos? In other words, when you pick up the lung, there's like... Um, pus inside the lung that shakes, which it clearly is not a healthy sign. I, I don't know what uh, exact Dr. Yaffe could tell us exactly what that condition might be. Or I, I guess it's a sign that, the, that it, it's a... Uh, bronchitis. Bronchitis, okay. <laughs> right, pneumonia, okay. So, it's, uh, so even, as long as all the skin is intact, even though it shakes a little, it's kosher. That's as long as all the veins are where they're supposed to be. In other words, there's some juice in there, some liquid in there, but the veins are all where they're supposed to be. Hello, Kaimasipona, but if, the ins- if it's so deteriorated, so much mush, that even the veins are not intact, then it will be treif. So, hachamai, over here by the estrogue, what if you shake your estrogue and you hear a slush? <laughs> you shake it and it's, uh, <laughs> there's some liquid it's going right. on. Right. You hear that it's really right. So, Dilma Hasamu Delo Shalad Beavira, over there, there's a little bit of tolerance for liquid because that's deep inside the, uh, the stomach of the animal. Hadabaria could still get healed. Abu Haka de Shalad Beavira, over here, where the esrogue is not an internal organ, it's an external fruit. So, if you see liquid there, Sruche Mesrechus. The, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get ruined. It's 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 gone. Oh, Dilma Loshna, or maybe just like over there, there's a little tolerance uh, for uh, some liquid here. Also, then there's some tolerance if you when you shake your estrogue, you hear some liquid shaking in there. Maybe it's okay. 
Um, sometimes I, I've, we, we don't have much experience with this, but with oranges and things, sometimes inside there's something that's starting to go bad or that, you know, it's... Uh, when you hold it, your finger goes right through it. Right. Like, yeah, something like that. That would be something... That would be a bad thing. Right. That would be right. a bad yeah. Right. But, but the question here is, you bought the esrug and, and you don't really check it that way. You take it out a few days later and, you, like I said, you touch it and it's soft. And that means that there's, there's some juice in there or, or it's, it's deteriorating. So, what's the deal? So, Toshma, let's see if we can prove that in the middle of the page. Esrug tapuach, a bloated esrug. Usually tapuach is bloated. Or suruach. Suruach means uh, usually liquid on the inside. It's starting to rot. Kavush, it's a pickled esrug. Or shalok, it's a roasted esrog. Or kushi, it's a black esrog. And we're not prejudiced, or it's an all-white esrog. It's too light. He, again, black doesn't mean, it can mean a dark esrog, or a, a loven means a light. It doesn't mean bright white. It means it's too dark or too light. Umenumer, or it's spotted, pustle. All those things are not good. Esrog kakadur, or what about if it's fully round? It looks like a kadur, like a, 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 a ball. So a soccer ball, pustle. So, uh, interesting thing, uh, Rashi says the girls played soccer. Have you ever heard soccer moms? Let's look at, uh, look at Tosus. Esro kakata puzzle, klama asu kamin kadur shoor. It's like a leather soccer ball, shemasako sabinospo, that the daughters play with. I don't know why not the sons, but it's the, uh, apparently that's what they had. Um, doesn't say they played sad, maybe they played baseball, I don't know. Leather, a leather ball. Okay. But anyway, whatever it was, that's what's, what's mentioned over wow. there in the Psikta Rabbasi. The Yeshomen. So uh, if the, if, I guess it would be like a softball, an esrog. The, yeah, an esrog really like a ball. Um, we're saying that... Um, it was about, you know, they were playing jazz. Yeah, the problem is, I guess, that it's, it's not a normal, uh, it's a, uh, not a normal, a normal, Esrog, that if it grew round or something like that, it, it's a sign that the. Uh, uh, well, there is a Rashi here. Rashi, Kadr, Kamin, Kadr, Ugo, Kadr, Pluta. It's like Pluto. He doesn't, in old French. But he doesn't say. The question is, what's the problem? So usually, usually we would say that it's the wrong species. In other words, an orange is more round and an esrog is supposed to be elongated. But what if it grows from an esrog tree? So you know that it's, it's a bona fide esrog. Right? Um, right. Oh, flatter? Um, they all say round. Uh, but uh, like a flat ball? No, like a flat. He's thinking Shabbos. <laughs> I see. Okay, maybe. The world is this a flat esrog. So I'm asking what the problem is if it's, if it's round. It's usually the problem is that if you don't know what tree it came from, maybe it came from a, uh, it's a lemon, you know, it's not a, but um, uh, th- these seem to be uh, signs that something's wrong with it. It didn't grow in the normal way. Maybe it's like shrunken or something. I don't know. Anyway, that's what it says. Uh, uh, we'll have to look into that. The Yeshomrim, and some people say, Afetium, even twins. This, the art scroll had a good picture on it. Pete, if you could show the... Um, the Tiny twins. Yeah, so that is. They grew from the same. <laughs> yeah, it like split up. Um, it's funny when you see the picture that it makes sense. Without the picture, the um, uh, yeah, it's like it grows in two halves. So that that's also pasuk. Next, esrog abosir. What about if the esrog is bosir? So here also, Rashi's shocking. Um, Rashi learns it means it's the size of a grape. 
Now, usually a grape means that a bosir is an unripe grape. It's even smaller than usual. So what most people learn, uh, well, uh, let's look at the bottom toastless real quick. It's tiny like a grape. Below you talking. And it's, it can't be. He says, look what I said over there. But um, uh, basically... It's like the size of a nut or something. Yeah, it's got to be the size of a nut. And a grape is smaller than a nut. So, of course, that would be no good. So, uh, what the other uh, Tosis wants to learn um, uh, is that it's a... Um, it's, boser means it's unripe. It's an unripened esrog. That's a, usually, a boser is another word for a grape that's picked early. So, but that's but Rashi learned that it's too small. Okay, unless maybe they have a big grape that's bigger than a nut. Either their nuts were small and their grapes were big. Maybe that's it could be. You could have a big. Uh, there's some kind of grapes that are really big. Maybe that's what the size of a nut. I mean, they brought back big grapes. Right, but they didn't bring back big nuts. So maybe yeah. the nuts were. Rabbi Kiva Pasler. Kiva says, "No good." Okay, Godlo Betrus. Let's say you grew it in a um, in a form, but also come in very acheres, and it looks really doesn't look like an estrog puzzle. So that we had the uh, where was that picture again? Who had? Oh, over here. You put like in a mold or something. Yeah. So like a square. So let's show you how they have it. See this? That's the this is the mold, and that's the estrog. So. It doesn't look like, it looks like a totally different, you know, um, like a star fruit, right, right. Um, so that would be, uh, that would be two opinions, um, uh, puzzle, yeah, no, one opinion, it's no good. Um, Rashi says, she'enu doma la'esrog klal, it doesn't even look like an esrog. It sounds like it's even more, the, um, the, the question here, though, there's an earlier Rashi, he says, um, well, let's do that, Rashi, too. Gidlu bitfus. You grew the esrog in a form. Sha'asalotfus, kishu cotton. When the esrog is small, before it's grown, you put it in a form. And then the esrog grows into the, um, the prearranged thing. What is tfus? Form of Allah. It's form. Kol uh, Menalim, oh, it's like how you make shoes, where you make the leather around the obisoko inside. Similar to how they made the showbread, where they put the dough inside, and the bread takes on the form. He's saying that there's a way to, just like with food, you can make the food in various forms. Uh, like with the showbread, he's saying with fruits. Also, if you put it into a form, uh, you could make it grow in an unusual shape. You ever done that, Michael? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can, you can try things. I've never done it. No, no, no. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I've never heard of something like that, but it would work. Uh -huh. I don't know why they would do that. Um, people look for a signature item, or they, they you know, this, that, this. It seems like the finish from what the Rashi says, what you, what you read, mm -hmm. is that Right, right. So my question is why? What why does it have to look like an estrog? If it looks like an estrog, it smells like an estrog. Why is it puzzle? You're telling me that I'm not this is an estrog, but since it doesn't look like an estrog, 
Yeah, but the Torah said that you have to take a pre-Eitz Hadar. Does this look like a pre-Eitz Hadar? But it, it doesn't say it has to look like a pre-Eitz Hadar. It says it is a pre-Eitz Hadar. So I was wondering, is, is it that it's... Um, uh, we're it's, saying that it's... It's not recognizable as a pre-Eitz Hadar. Is, is it blemish? Okay, yeah, I hear. That's all, but that's the discussion. It's really over there. But one of the things it mentions, our original... Wait, so you're calling that a blemish? Or the Gomorrah is calling this a we're blemish? We're saying it's no good. It's no good. If it doesn't look like a normal S-rogue, then it's no good. It's puzzle. We don't use the word blood. It just says puzzle. No good. So no good. Um, but our question was uh, the shaking estrog, where you shake it and it, it's or the skin is soft that you could see that uh, under the skin it's starting to deteriorate. Is that no good? And we said we know by lungs that as long as the um, internal parts are still there, even a, a little shaking is o- a little moisture is okay. So what do we see here? Tanimiyat tefuach zeruach. We had two cases. One is if it's bloated, and the other one is if it's rotted. So rotted alone, my love. So what are those two cases? Tapuach means on the outside. Viseruach is on the inside. So you see any rotted on the inside is no good. So that's the answer to our question. If your estro, even though a lung can have a little bit of rot, a little bit of moisture, as long as the, as the veins are intact, it's still kosher. But over here, for the laws of estro, we see some, if it's rotted on the inside, it's no good. That's the proof we want to bring that any kind of rot on the inside of the skin would be no good. The more said, look, it's not necessarily a proof. Maybe maybe these are both problems on the outside. In other words, maybe what's inside the skin doesn't hurt you. If you don't squeeze too hard, you wouldn't even know that it's rotted on the inside. Uh, so then the, the question is, then what are these two things on the list? One is where it swells, but it's not mushy. The other word, it's mushy, it didn't swell. So it's not a proof. We were trying to bring a proof. Uh, it's not a proof. Omar Mar Kushi Puzzle. We said a black esrog is no good. I, Batanya Kushi Kusher. We said the black esrog is good. Doma um, Lakushi, if it's a little bit black, then it's no good. So, Omar Abai, Kitanan Nami Masnisan Doma Lakushi. We mean where it's a little bit black. In other words, where it's, um, uh, the, the, um, it, it, Rashi says, Doma Lakushi, we can look at that, Rashi, Shigoto Khan Varehu Shachor, it grows here where they're not black, and it's black. But if it's, um, let's do the next Rashi also, first wide line puzzle, Shinin Mahu, it's called Kuntrapat, Blaz, counterfeit. Avakushi Atmo, Hainu, Tom, the the Urchahu. He says, if it's normal for the estrog to grow that way, that's okay. In other words, if the, the species of estrog grows always that color, then it's all right. It's only when it's supposed to grow normal color and it's dark that it's not okay. Then yeah, then it's defective. But in certain places, that's the way the fruit grows. It just comes out darker. Uh, um, I remember the first time, I think it was in Eretz Israel, where the oranges were a little bit green. And I was like shocked. I didn't think you could eat it like that. And uh, in America, they're very uh, colors are very important how they market it. It doesn't uh, they make it turn colors if it doesn't. Uh, but in, in other places, other as long as the inside tastes okay. It's, uh, so uh, that's also Tanan Rav Omar Lokasha Halan Haluhu depends on uh, whether it's for Eretz or Bavel whether the the black is beautiful or not. Um, depends in the in the in, in, in um, let's see Rashi. 
Halan Halula Ola Mastisin Kushinami Puzzle. Really, the mission is saying the black is no good. I Velokasha Mastisin Mene Eretz Israel. Shirakoki Meretz Kush. In Eretz Israel, they're far away from Ethiopia. Bain Ragilim Behen Brisa. They don't have that kind. Livne Bavel, whereas Bavel Shikrovin Lakush, they're close to Ethiopia. Ragilim Vem. It's normal for them to have the fruits of them there. Mikolam Begadokan Vidoma Lakushi. If it grows here, where we don't have that kind, um, so basically they're, they're, we're saying we understand that fruits grow differently in different countries, and if you're, it's normal for it to grow that way in your country in that color, then it will be acceptable. But if it grows that way in the places where you're not used to seeing that color, where it's not normal, then it would be no good. Haboser, the uh, either like the grape or like early Rebbe Apostle called Makshir. Omar Rabbi Rebbe Kiva Shimon Omar Dabar Echad. Rebbe Kiva and Rebbe Shimon say the same thing. What's that? Rebbe Kiva Damu. We just quoted him. The boaster is no good. Rebbe Shimon Mahi. The Tanya, they change it to none. Rebbe Shimon and Poter. If the Srogim are too small, they're no good. So that's just like over here. The grape's too small. Omar Leia Bai, Dilma Lohim. How do you know it's the same argument? Dilma Adkan Lokomar Rebbe Kiva Hakadin and Hadar Velakam. Over here, the issue is it's got to be beautiful. It's too small to be beautiful. But over there, um, maybe he goes like the Rabbanin. Or over there, what's it talking about? One second. Oh, over there, it's talking about from Meiser. So the question is whether you're able to tithe it. Here, we're talking about whether it's considered beautiful for the mitzvah. We're saying maybe the, the criteria is different for Meiser than it is for the use of an etrog. Let's see that Rashi real quick. Patas is wrong. It's a fruit. It might not look nice, but it's edible. Some things just are smaller. You know, you sometimes just buy a small one. There's no problem with it. It's just small. So now they charge you extra for that. You know, you can buy like small potatoes or you can buy small grapes or small tomatoes. Or inam yadkan lo kamer shem and hasam eksiva aset to asdes kol tuas arecha shederek shemayana motzin lizria. It has to be that it's grown enough that it produced seeds. When it's real small, it hasn't produced seeds yet. So avul halka karabanan sphere. But over here, maybe a small esrog is good. Besulo midi. The bottom line is you can't compare the rules of meiser to the rules of esrog. We thought that maybe it's a similar uh, requirement, and we're saying no, it's not a similar requirement. As we turn the page, uh, we learned that if you grow it in a form, and it looks like it, not like an estrog puzzle, that's if it's totally different. If it's normal, if it's, a, uh, if it's a common, if it doesn't look strange, it's kosher. So, of course, that's what it says. Uh-huh. Um, so it made it, actually in our picture where it had folds. It looks like an estrog, but it has the folds, the dappy dappies. Uh, it's, it's similar to like a water wheel. Uh, that's what Rashi says. Um, that that's uh, also can look normal, but it has those folds on it, like an almost accordion folds. Itmar estrog shenukvakvarim. What if the mouse got to your estrog? The mouse are chewing on your estrog. So what's the deal? Omar Rav ain't Zahadar. That's not beautiful. <laughs> I don't think it's beautiful if the mice are eating my esrog. Ain't the what's the problem of a little nibbling on an esrog? Bob Rev Khanina, Matvobov, Nafikbo. 
he used to dip it, he would, uh, before Yantuf, he would dip the esrog into a dip, and he would nibble on it. And then he would use that same esrog that was nibbled for the mitzvah. So why is he different than a mouse? Pchanina kasha masnisim. So, uh, uh, so we have a contradiction. Can you nibble, can you use a nibbled esrog or not? So bishlem masnisim l'rchanina lo kasha, the mission itself, kan b'yantav rishon, kan b'yantav sheni. B'yantav rishon, no nibbles. The very beginning, it's minatora, you can't have any, any deterioration. And yantav sheni, we're a little more lenient if uh, sometimes a child will start chewing on an esrog, you know, then it's no good. El rav, kaz rav gonna learn. Amar lach rav, shaniach borem divasi. Disgusting if a ch- if a mouse if a person nibbled it I can handle that a child nibbled it a little bit what's the big deal but if a mouse nibbles it that would make it not beautiful um, some people say um, it, 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 it's 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 still hader um, he, he says even if it's nibbled on he would dip it and he would uh, still use it for the mitzvah. So he's got a contradiction. Can you nibble it or can't you? Guess he would do it on Yantuf Shani. Um, let's see, Rashi. What does it mean that he dipped it? The three lines from the top. So he ate a little bit. Usually this word, like I said, means you dip it. But when you dip it, it means because you're eating it. Uh, with what was left, he did He made a bracha. He says uh, that all foods were dipped. It's too boring to eat a food plain. They, they, times of Chazal, all the foods had had some kind of spice. He used to put it in the. Uh, he would dip. He would dip the veggies. They had salad dressings and dips and. That's what that word matfilbo means, like it's something that you eat it with. Okay, then we get back to the end of the Mishnah about an esrog that's too small. There's actually a similar debate um, about the bathroom stones. Uh, in ancient times, uh, they um, uh, normally are not allowed uh, to carry on Shabbos. And uh, there's also uh, issues of... of um, of of uh, of um, muksa and other things, so uh, on the other hand, if a person needed to use the restroom and he didn't have what to wipe with, it would not be pleasant. So they Chazal allowed very small stones to be used. They used to use those to, to in the bathroom. So there's a debate about what's considered small. These are sometimes these stones were had like a sharp edge, and they used them to clean themselves somehow. Um, so. Uh, the uh, Rashi has the word Sharman Balaj. Now he says Pukadish Balaj. Okay, but the, these stones. So just like there's an argument about the size of the esrog, there's actually an argument about the size of the bathroom stones. You're allowed to bring in three stones. How big are they? Rameir says it goes up to the size of a nut. Rabbi Yehuda says Kabeya, the size of an egg. And then we said the largest one to hold, Tanya Omer Reb Yosi, Maisib Rebbe Kiva. There's a story of Rebbe Kiva, Shabbat Bezak Nessus, Esrog Al Kasefo. He brought it to Shul on his shoulder. I think when something's heavy, you carry on your shoulder. Right. So Omer Lor Yehuda, Misham Raya, you bring me a proof. Av Heim Omer Lo, Einze Hadar. They said, Rebbe Kiva, that's not nice. 
that's too big. Bigger is not always better. Uh, that's what he wants to say. Um, so uh, there is a Rashi. Let's do that Rashi real quick. Ain't Zehadar, it's not beautiful. But I thought the issue of a big asterisk wasn't because of beauty. This is what he means. Right before the Mishnah on Rashi. Even like you, we had said the problem was that you're going to drop it. Because since you've got to take the estrog together with the arbaminim, and, and you got your sitter, <laughs> something's going to fall. So if that's the issue, uh, why is he saying the issue is it's not beautiful? He should just say that's too big to hold it with your lulav. Um, he said that, that uh, he meant to say my reason is because it'll fall. But even if you don't like my reason, uh, that you're not worried about dropping it, uh, it's still not beautiful. Uh, when it's so big. Okay, let's see the Mishnah. Um, uh, the, when you put the lulav together, you bind it, it should be only bound with something made of lulav material. Rameir says, No, you can even use a chuta mashicha, a string, some kind of string uh, you could use. Rameir shows up. They used to use gold. To, to honor the mitzvah, they had a um, special gold-woven gold uh, holder for their lulavim. So you see, isn't that a, can't, uh, that's a great proof. If, they, if you shalai mira kodesh, next to the base of Migdash, they all had gold estrog holders. Uh, not estrog, these are gold lulav holders. So that proves that you don't have to be lulav material. That was a fake. Underneath it, they had the, the real uh, the lulav material. That was just on the outside. Um, uh, in other words, the, the, the outside was gold. The inside, it was actually woven with a uh, plain lulav material. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Omar Rava Afil Besiv. Now, this material that you bind it with can even be what they call bast. Um, I think this is like the old estrog material they used to use, used to wrap the estrogim in. Oh, the, like the flax. The flax, yeah. yeah. I missed that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, or even from the roots, as long as it comes from the, uh, the tree, it's okay. What's the reason? It's required that it be bound together. And if you're going to bring a totally different uh, tree, a different plant, then it's going to be five species and not four. So, it's got to be the same species. How, can, how do you know that the thing called the bast and the roots are, how do you know those are also types of lulav? It says, uh, um, you can use anything for schach. That's the first opinion. In other words, uh, you dwell in a, in a, under a cover, whatever plant you want to use is fine. Rabbi Huda says, no, ain't sukkah no hagas elabadalamin shebelulav. He says that your schach has to be from the four plants. Oh, it'd, be, uh, it'd be very difficult if that was the schach. You know, it's gotta, uh, how would you have a srogim schach? <laughs> You'd have to pile the srogim up on the top. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's logical. Uh, if the lulav that you only shake during the day, you don't shake day and night, ain't noiga barbaminim. You can only use four species for a lulav. Sukkah, which you live in day and night. 
it should only be kosher with the four species. So that was his suggestion that uh, he wanted to learn that the requirement for schach, it's got to come somewhere from these four plants. If any halacha that you feel that well, it'd be more beautiful to use the dalad medium in your sukkah, and you want to be strict, in the end, you're going to cause a leniency. Because, and therefore, it's enu din. It's not, we don't accept such a requirement. Why? As we turn to the tomorrow's page, lo matza arbominim. So, what happens if you don't have those four species for schach? Yeah, Yoshua Bato, are you going to sit, you know, not, not have a sukkah? Vat Torah Omer, but sukkah stays with Shiva's Yamin. Sukkah shall davar. So, it's very interesting. They, uh, they're arguing that Hashem wouldn't have required us to use something that's very difficult to have those four species. Uh, so, even though it may be nice to think of a chumrah, you know, let's use. Isn't it be nice to use arba minim? But in the end, it's going to be a leniency. Would that be 